Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy, I am your host, John Francis Fahey. Joining me, as ever, Michael Skeeton. <laughs> Fred Thirst. Fred Thirst. Yeah, like Durst. That's oh, yeah. it. Was a, that was uh, that was uh, from Morgan the Woman, respectively. And um, I like Michael Skeeton. Michael Skeeton. Do you yeah. like that? I'm Scatman. Scatman. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I am Scatman. Um. Shit. I got. I do. I'm the jerker. What? To my right, John's left. Handsome Matt Brousseau, Cape God, Cape God. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> good. Yeah. Thanks. That's true. I, have to, I <laughs> do have true. to give credit before we move on because it's it's not fair because Michael Skeeton is very good. Jason Bartlett. Thank you, Jason. Well done, Jason. Yes. Good job. Salud. Well done. Well done. Well done. Um, folks, we are clearing out the shirts. Clear them. Buy them. Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a, I think, I think they're maybe even down to $10 now just to Jesus clear, Christ. clear them out so we can start with new designs, head over to the Etsy shop, head over of course to Patreon, uh, where we had a banger of an episode last time. Real uh, fun. Real fun. Real, Dude. real fun. Um, Mr. Uh, young Brad Moyer, he bought, uh, he bought a shirt last time. Hey, hey thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Brad. Way to go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Wear uh, it. Wear it. Wear it with pride. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wear it to pride. Yeah, yeah wear it to pride. Wear it, yeah. wear it, wear it for pride. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, one eight hundred gay dude. Speaking of, we should probably make a shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. That's good. <laughs> dad, <laughs> it's for you, dude. <laughs> I don't know what this guy's talking about, but it's definitely for you, dad. Who's dad? Everyone's Everyone's dad, dad is gay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dad is gay. Yeah, Father's Day. Get him one for Father's Day. Father's mm-hmm. gay. Yeah. Father's gay. <laughs> <laughs> This father's gay. Um, uh, of course, Patreon, an extra episode per week, $5 a month. Get involved. Get involved. Um, but, fellas, I think we might be launching into a, a two-part episode. Oh Did you say God. butt, fellas? Butt, fellas. Nice. I'm a yeah. butt, fella. Yeah. <laughs> so, broad strokes right yeah. there. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if there was, wonder if there was a, like early 90s gay porn called Good Fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Italians oh, eat. Oh ass. good. Oh good. Fellas. All right, fellas. Uh-huh. Um so uh let's start with uh what do you guys know about uh the uh very famous actor Robert Blake? Oh. He practiced what he acted. Well, he was preached. um he yeah. was a little rascal. He was, he was a little and, rascal. And then he was a big rascal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he grew you, up to you, be a big you rascal. You could say, you could say um Beretta Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Iconic mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, was um, perhaps lauded most as an actor for his portrayal in In Cold Blood, where he's one of the murderers, of oh, course, sure. in the famous uh, Truman Capote mm-hmm. um, retelling of that story, which mm-hmm. is absolutely horrifying. Um, just a whole family slaughtered at you know fucking town in the middle of the country. Um. And um, he, yeah, he, so he had he had some kind of serious roles. Um, Ebert specifically, I think, was like electrified by his performance in In Cold Blood. Oh. And uh, 
you know, um, he was uh, he was raised um, by a guy that wanted to be an actor. They moved out here for that reason. And um, they wanted his older brother to be an actor. And I think I think he was just like on set and ended up being an extra. And then they found out um, he could cry on cue. And that was because he was like kind of horribly abused, Um, like locked in closets a lot. You know, Um, the dad was just fucking, uh, you know, a total maniac. Um, Mm -hmm. The mom was, you know, just completely frozen, you know, just not much better at all. And um, and so, you know, he uh, he was uh, he was, you know, he was he was really tight with buckwheat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And. and he he was like I you know I, I he's like he said one time I could write a whole book just on him he's like he was like my closest friend, um and he was like I, you know the whole little rascals could be volumes and he's mm-hmm. like and then my life you know on and on and on, but so you know after he's he's kind of out of that and he's he's aging out of being a cute kid, then he ends up in the service right and he's he's got some stuff where you know he's he's like. he ends up like pointing a bayonet at some of the fellow soldiers at one point you mm-hmm. know getting a little crazy. And when he gets out of the service, um, he becomes a pretty bad uh, heroin addict. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where was he? Where did he serve? Like, what uh, time period was this? Would it be Korea or something like that? No, I, I don't think there was any. There was any um, action. I don't think there was any action. Um, yes. Yeah, so, wait. Okay. So, <clears throat> are you giving us the broad strokes? Yeah. These are the the broad <laughs> strokes. Okay. Because yeah. Because I I want to I I. Obviously, I know of the Little Rascals. I've seen them. I don't know when that was. Oh, I can, really? have, a, I can have a guess. The thirties? Uh, no, forties. It, it, it would have been. Well, he was. He was. Um, in Cold Blood was nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, he was born thirty-three. Okay. Um, and that was thirty-nine to forty-four. So basically, the exact World War Two time. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Is when that was going on, and I think it was you know, it was kind of born out of like Depression era stuff, and um, the Rascals. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, those were not rich kids. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't serve like uh, overseas. Um, and he. Uh, so thirty three. Our, our gang was the first uh, like short series, okay, and then yeah, that, yeah. that evolved into Little, Little Rascals. Rascals yeah. And he was in uh, fucking forty of those, uh, and then he was he was eventually the lead character. Um, and which character did he play? He was he oh, fuck um he wasn't alfalfa. I think he was Poe. Uh, so his his real name his real name also was um, was uh, Gubitosi. <laughs> oh, Mickey Gubitosi is his real name. Mickey Gubitosi. Yeah, MGM gave him the name. Robert Blake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey kid, you're more of a Blake. Uh, and his character was named Mickey. Okay. Yeah. So that, oh, okay. that was the same. So, okay. Uh, so then, uh, he, you know, so he's an uh, he's an Italian kid, right? Uh, from uh, New Jersey, and they moved out here because the dad wanted to act, and it turns out, you know, he got it. He would get the parents in as extras, even though they were horrible wretches. <laughs> and he really liked he he really liked going to MGM, which is like down the street from where he lived, because he was just like, it's so much better than my house, right. and adults like me and respect me. Um, and so he was doing. Um, then he was at uh, CBS Radford, um, at, at playing uh, Little Beaver, mm-hmm. a Native American in the Red Rider Western series. Hmm. Uh, he was in twenty three of those until forty seven. Wow. Um, 
He was in one Laurel and Hardy, Hardy film, The Big Noise. Um, uh, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Um, he, he played a Mexican boy um, who sells uh, Humphrey Bogart a ticket, a lottery, a winning lottery mm. ticket. And um, he was a an Arab boy named Mahmoud in The Black Rose, uh, <laughs> where he worked with one Orson Welles. Ah, mm. yes. Um. So yeah, uh, he was in the army. Um, no action. He was drafted, but it was 1950, so mm-hmm. there was nothing, you know. And um, he uh, then he was, you know, without a job, and then he went deep on the coke, coke. and the heroin, smack, and um, and so then he just kind of like started getting his shit together, and um, he he was like, I I still want to act, and he went to a really good acting coach, um, Jeff Corey, and. Uh, uh, he he started getting uh, dramatic roles, and he, you know, 1956. Um, he you know he's kind of back, and um, then he was on uh, Bonanza. Uh, uh, and what did he play? He played an Arab guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, an Arab guy in the old west. Yeah, uh, it was Joe Cartwright. So I don't think uh, so. Joe Cartwright. Uh, and then he was on Have Gun Will Travel. Uh, he was on The Restless Gun. He was on another Western called The Rebel. This is very much that era mm-hmm. that you can kind of see uh, that they're talking about in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, of which the novel is dedicated to Robert, Robert Blake. Blake. Um, he, he was uh, in an episode of Bat Masterson, The Californians. The Californians. <laughs> which was another, another Western series. Um, and, uh, Laramie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in that. And... Uh, then he was in the Purple Gang. He was, uh, which is a, a gangster movie. He was in Porkchop Hill, uh, Town Without Pity. Familiar with that? Mm. I'm just familiar with the with No Pity. Uh, Porkchop Mr. Hill was T was uh, was uh, <laughs> uh, uh, U.S. soldiers in Germany uh, thing, and uh, I, I've I've heard Town Without Pity. Um, he was in a, a JFK war biopic um, as a character named Bucky Harris. Mm. Um, well, he didn't save anybody then. He was in the greatest story ever told. Uh, let's see, and um, then he was he did it in Cold Blood, um, and uh, he played the the real murderer Perry Smith. Um, that is, uh, you know, the the book really centers on. Uh, he's kind of the one that doesn't talk until the very end of In Cold Blood to Truman Capote, and then he spills everything. Mm. And meanwhile, Truman Capote is like borderline falling in love with the fucking guy, <sighs> you know. Um, but it's heart wrenching, brutal. Um, and, uh, yeah, he just fucking amazed everybody in, in this thing. Uh, but he wasn't nominated. And I think, you know, he was kind of an outsider before, during, and after is mm-hmm. the way he always looked at it. Um, and then he kind of brought that energy uh, when he started doing uh, his Johnny Carson appearances. Uh-huh. You yeah. know? What, why did he think of himself as an outsider, a guy who had been in all of these westerns, had been in The Little Rascals? It seems like... Um, I guess maybe not wide enough, and then he was, you know, uh, you know, I mean, a really abused, you know, then former junkie, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, like, he was- He grew up in a closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, well, that's more of an insider, but yeah, I know mm-hmm. what you mean. But it's the outside the common yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he starts, uh, you know, um- what is it? What is uh? Let's see. Let's see. So, in cold blood is sixty seven, and then it just kind of you know sort of starts petering out. Like he's still doing roles. Um, 
he's more respected than ever, but like it's just not adding up. Yeah, and he's in his mid thirties now. He's running out of time to become like the guy, maybe. Yeah, and then he he does this thing where he um he ends up um he ends up taking Beretta. Because they've seen him be this kind of menacing, tough guy, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So now he's also kind of made this sort of thing. He's been the heavy in a lot of these shows, right? Which, again, you can see in Once Upon, Once Upon a Time. A time. Mm. Um, and uh, he really doesn't, uh, you know, um, you look back on it. But also, again, nobody made you do it, man. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, so, like, you know, you'll see, you hear him bitching about uh, all this shit, and you're just like, what? You're fine. Actor. Your household name. Yeah. Before you were... And people yeah. like him. Like, yeah. do, you, do you remember anything about Beretta? No. Um, I don't. He's got a fucking cockatoo on his shoulder. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's like a tough cop. And uh, that's where uh, don't do the crime if you can't do the time comes from. Uh-huh. Mm. Does he say that a lot? Yeah. It's like the catchphrase of the bird show. And the bird goes, ah, squawk. Now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's like a hard scrabble detective uh, tough guy uh, beat him up sort of thing yes um he's plain clothes um the, the fucking bird is named fred um thirst uh <laughs> <laughs> uh oh and he would also say you can take that to the bank a lot and he'd also say that's the name of that's the name of that tune well, like that's po- the name of that tune, pal. Yeah, you need knock someone out. And he yeah. goes, ah, that's the name of that tune. You hear the with somebody. You hear the birds singing around your head. Yeah, uh, I named that tune back then. You know, must have. They didn't have the internet. No Shazam. He also did another um um murderer role uh in Judgment Day in 1993, the Joe List story, John List story. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, where he plays John List. And, uh, you know, he, he was fucking just doing shit, you know, I guess, uh, I think the last thing he did was Lost Highway, which is what got me interested in Right, uh, that's mm. my, um, my only pop culture knowledge of him, other than him being a murderer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is I've seen like, that scene in Lost Highway. I've never seen an episode of Beretta. Or which means, which also remains one of David Lynch's most haunting things ever. Um... So basically what that's supposed to be in that movie is it's supposed to be a manifestation of uh, the main character's bad decisions in like a physical form. Mm-hmm. And it came about because David Lynch was saying, I, uh, he was like, I was obsessed uh, with the murder trial of O.J. Simpson. And he never says background on his movies. And he's like, and I just was like, there's how, could, how, how can he be out golfing? And he's smiling so much at the trial. And he's like, and he goes, um, he must have, must have some, what he called a, a psychogenic fugue. Mm. Uh, and just like a disassociative thing where he's just mm-hmm. decided I didn't do it. Yeah. You know, somebody else did that. Yeah. And so that's why the murderer in Lost Highway changes into another person. Um, and then it all comes together in this this crazy, weird way that, you know, it's very, very hard to explain. Well, it's, I mean, it's interesting because Lynch kind of does that in Twin Peaks. Um, that's before the OJ trial. Uh, in, in what way do you mean? Well, in the, the in Bob. You know, the sure, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's kind of true too, yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it happens basically in Mulholland Drive as well, uh, which you can see the through line to Inland Empire and in Mulholland Drive. And in Inland Empire, they make mention of like there's like a movie within the movie. And in that, they talk about it being cursed, um, that fictional movie. But I, people think it might be David Lynch talking about 
Lost Highway. Oh. Uh-huh. Because it was Richard Pryor's last movie. Fuck. It was his friend Jack Nance's last movie. Um, one of the guys that plays a detective ended up getting found guilty of several murders for the Gambino crime family. Real New York detective. <laughs> profile in itself. Um, <sighs> and, uh, yeah, Jack Nance was was uh, was killed outside of Winchell's here. Um, unintentionally, probably. Uh, um uh, it was one of those things where he got like probably was drunk, talked some shit to some kids. They might have been tough. They hit him. He fell on the ground and then he fell asleep twice and didn't wake up. Oh, Jesus. God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of fucking death associated. And Robert Blake, it just so happens, plays like the most evil man in the world <laughs> in it. Um, and then becomes the second most high profile uh, killer in, in uh, you know, L.A. Uh, history. You mean like murderer, not serial killer? Murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number one's OJ? Number one's gotta be OJ. Um, and the, the, the trial that would happen later, it would be the most expensive one in history. Because the LAPD was in so much of a rush to look better after OJ. Mm-hmm. That um, it, it was just, I mean, astounding amounts of money. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, he's... Um, you know, he had a family in the meantime, too, when he was, like, doing Beretta and stuff. And uh, they grew up. He's divorced. Um, he's, you know, living a single life. He's, he's, he's chill, though. You know what I mean? He's, like, out in the valley, out, you know. Um, he's got some money. And um, some residuals are coming in. You know what I mean? Uh, Little Rascals reboot. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, Rascals. 1999. So, like, yeah, Lost Highway is only two years old. And um, again, it's another thing where it's like he thought it would kind of like give him some zhuzh in the old career again. But, uh, you know, it doesn't really happen. Um, And it's especially kind of interesting, too, because it is such a notable scene and the makeup is so crazy Mm -hmm. and everything. It really was so impactful. He's real creepy in that. Um, And uh, then he meets this woman, Bonnie Lee Bakley. And I'm going to take a quick break um, just because I want to get her stats up because her story is completely insane. Bonnie? Yeah. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Bonnie Lee Bakley. Mm. She would end up being the second wife of Robert Blake. Mm-hmm. But... She would have nine previous husbands. Huh. Yes. Well, that's, that's got to be a fun time. Yes. Quite. Quite. So we said he was born in 33, I believe. She was born mm-hmm. in 56. All right. Ooh, spring chicken. So, so uh, what? She had 40 years to have nine husbands? Pretty good. Well, I guess she probably wasn't getting married until she was, you know. 15. Yeah. Okay, so she had 30, 25 years. To- she was also born in New Jersey. Hey. Uh, her father uh, was an arborist. Um, cool. Her mom. He was uh, Garden State, after all. Her mother, Marjorie, was uh, uh, was um, another uh, awfully mean person. And uh, they were always fighting. They were incredibly poor. Um, when they used to fight, uh, Bonnie would pass out. She would faint. Um, in 63, uh, their parents split. Um, they never saw the dad again, um, but he did molest Bonnie, Ugh. according to uh, her sister, Marjorie. Oh, boy. Um, and uh, Bonnie's mom, uh, she uh, borrowed money from her mother. 
And uh, uh, so the grandmother was like, okay, but you got to give me Bonnie. Uh, as collateral? As collateral. Yeah, okay. And uh, sure someone is, raises that a, this kid. is that a better situation for Bonnie? Or uh, it would be. Um, yeah. Good. Um, okay. But not by much. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad died in the drunk tank in Morristown. Um, that's not one of those tanks you fall into. No, 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 no. no. Uh, that's jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, the grandmother, uh, she was so cheap that uh, she, she didn't believe in wasting water, so she wasn't allowed to bathe very often. So she was made fun of in school because she had like gross hair mm. and uh, she had really shitty hand-me-down clothes and um, she was really made fun of. And so she would just like be watching like American Bandstand and kind of like dreaming about all these people. And um, she wanted to be famous and uh, she wanted to show everybody that made fun of her that she'll be a star. And so then she started getting her shape and <clears throat> looks. Oh, OK. And uh, she realized uh, this can this can make some things happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, she used to go to a nudist colony near the trailer park where she lived. Oh. <laughs> that is that is one so, hell of a sentence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, especially because she lived in the trailer park with her grandmother. Yeah. Well, you might as well go to the wood Who, who, who wouldn't spring for water? Well, you, you know how expensive water is. Hey, well, you can clean up at the beach at least. Um, and then she began entering nudist beauty pageants. I did not know that existed. Um, huh. at the, at the I age, didn't know that existed either. That's... At the age of 17, Matt. Oh, no. She uh, began offering herself as a model for nude pictures and classifieds. Okay. Um, and this would later become a mail order uh, phone sex business that um, would leave her. I mean, she left. Mail she, order phone sex? Mail order and phone sex. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah. yeah. Please send away uh, box tops for a phone call you will receive. I'm naked. And it was so successful, she ended up bringing in family members into the phone or the. Yeah, it was just it, it. it was just like 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 hey man, here's a naked picture of me. I'm yeah. I'm lonely and I'm single. Yeah. Can send me some money? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the money yeah. fucking came in from all Shit. over the goddamn country. Like hey man, it's, that still it's, works. Good good move. Um so it's like OnlyFans. <clears throat> uh but by mail. By mail. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, it would be like, "Hey, uh, you know, are you able to travel? I am, but my car's in the shop. So mm. can you get me, you know." Yeah. Oh. And then oftentimes, of course, she would never ever see these guys. Um but she did keep like meticulous records on everybody, so it's like, oh, this guy's a lawyer. This guy comes from money. This guy doesn't have much. That's a good idea. What uh, <clears throat> pseudonyms she used with each of them? That's so she had like files, idea. and then the, and then like, and then the people, you know, like in the family, like like uh, she, even people she married would be like mailing out shit. She was making so much money from this. Um, she uh, she married her cousin. Was he hot? That's she made so much money. She married her cousin, <laughs> uh, but he was a stay-at-home dad because huh, yeah. because he, she was making so much money. Cool. Um, so the first guy um, she married was uh, because he wanted a green card, and um, nice dude. His name was Evangelos Polik Polikis Polikis, and uh, uh, he was uh, he was beating her, so she had him deported. Um, she, oh man, good for her. Yeah. Send him back with the grease yeah. or some shit. Yeah, he's not ready yet. And uh, then, so, you know, she would have some guys, like, sign over, like, their life insurance, uh, have, like, things left in their wills to her. Nice. Um, wow. And uh, the legality of, of the marriages, maybe not, because she was probably married to several people at several times. Um, she one time was found with, like, seven driver's license and five social security <laughs> cards. Oh, nice. my God. Nice. Yeah. Who am I today? One time she married some guy in Port Charlotte in uh, uh, north, just north of Fort Myers in Florida. Uh, some guy that was 80. 
And um, cool. she, they like they went to like you know some casino or whatever, and she just like was like, yeah, I'll meet you in the suite. And then she went to the bank and withdrew three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Nice, nice. And uh, yeah, she. I mean, she had she had other things where she she wrote a bad check for like six hundred thousand at one point. When she when she would ultimately leave her estate to her family, it it included property in Southern California and five hundred thousand dollars. Nice. So she was not fucking bad at what she yeah. did. No, really? that's, that's um, quite good. She's good at getting married too. Yeah, that's that can be tough sometimes. And and also like in in these like these mail order things, it was like she really read into like the guy's personality. Would take a bunch of hot Polaroids and then like specifically pick out the exact right one uh-huh. for yeah. his personality. You know what I mean? Very nice, very good. Um, and so yeah, uh, she had a bunch of kids with her cousin, of course. Um, well, how could you not? And so that was that was like her only real family. Um, uh. Her husband and cousin Paul Gowron, um, and uh, she she because at first it was it was music stuff right American Bandstand. Mm-hmm. She saw Frankie Valley and um, she was like fucking that's it you know that's the guy and he you know he had uh, like this one specific song I can't remember it but it's about like a poor girl uh-huh. you know that's like he falls in love with and she's like oh that's fucking about me mm-hmm. dude the song's about me. Meanwhile, I'm big, made for this. The yeah. big bopper's just telling her to twist or some shit. Yeah, he's just <laughs> talking about phones. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? 1 800 Gabe? I did what? It's Big Bopper speaking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's like, you know, she's getting into some uh, modeling stuff. So she still keeps going with all this shit. She's making so much money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she did have like her kids kind of around when she was doing this stuff because, like, it was the family business. Um, and you know, Paul said he didn't really like them, you know, seeing that sort of stuff. But she was just kind of like, uh, "Well, it is what it is." You know, we're we're selling uh, we're selling dreams here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the way I put food on the table lets you stay at home, be a stay at home dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slash cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she uh, she followed Valley around the country for twenty years. Um, same hotels. Um, waiting outside his dressing room. Um, she would uh. Do film extra uh, stuff and modeling in New York and California under the name Lee Bonnie. Um, and she was like, oh, this fucking movie star thing is kind of hard. So then she's like, I'm just going to, you know, try to marry one. And so she went after Dean Martin, Gary Busey, oh. also in Lost Highway. Um, it is cursed. Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> okay. Well, the cousin thing very relatable. Yeah. 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 Uh, she actually did think that marrying her cousin would be a good talking point with Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, she's, she's right. She's she's bright. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> cousins, am I right? <laughs> so that was that, so. So that's kind of the thing is that like you know she's got PO boxes and all this stuff stashed around the country to do all this fraudulent shit, and so it's basically like, all right, Paul, you got the kids back here, you know, in the South in like Memphis area. And I'm going to be going around getting the letters. Sometimes it's straight cash in there. You know what I mean? Nice. Checks. And then and then also, uh, maybe I stay at this hotel because I know there's one movie star staying there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who's uh, and she's just so driven by that. Wow. Um, to the point where the fame means way more than the money. Yeah. Um, because obviously she can get money. You know what I mean? Well, she's in. I mean, the money is the thing keeping, allowing her to to keep trying for the fame. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I I think it's. You know. Well, first of all, you're 
dirt, dirt poor, right? And then you're you're very much into once you figure it out, you're like, let's fucking go here. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so she, her ethic is on point, but the fame is something that like is like in like the dreamscape. Yeah, of course. You know course, what I mean? Right. Um, so that really means way more to her. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so she was stalking Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> um, <laughs> she even became friends with his sisters. Wow. Um, so close. Just so close to the right person in his family. Uh, and uh, so, you know, uh, Marlon Brando's uh, son, Christian, mm-hmm. she was also seeing him. Cool. The one that did Man's Laughter. Oh, I don't know that what? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Manslaughter. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So uh, so she's, she's making a lot of interesting choices for the famous the da- person. The danger is yeah. is definitely there. Yeah. Uh she's like because she thinks like oh the fucked up ones are the ones that'll get me. Right. Sure, yeah. Or the ones sure. that I'll get them. Yeah. Yeah, and she probably has some experience with like, you know, with the catalog stuff and the mail and stuff. She's probably dealt with a lot of like weird guys. Probably feels like, "Hey, I, I, oh, I that, I've handled myself." That, that side of it, dude, I got to say I really do um I really do admire <laughs> to a certain extent because it's the profiling that went into it and her meticulous detailing right. of what sexual stuff they like. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I've got them on the hook. Yeah. Don't, don't lose it by being sloppy. Right. And then you just like you, you, and then you put that into the larger database that's in your mind and you're just going like, now you just have like this thing about general men, men stuff. Yeah. Sure. You know, so you know key things that are basically probably going to work every time. It's like, you know, uh, I don't know, fucking... Doing probabilities in poker or something, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she, I don't, I don't know how, how well. I think Jerry Lee Lewis was married or whatever, but certainly was. Uh, in '93, uh, her sister said, uh, "I don't know how she ended up hooking up with Christian Brando, but she did it." Now, Christian Brando had already served time for manslaughter for killing the guy that was hitting her, his sister. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His sister Cheyenne. Um. Uh, and he had died in 91. Um, and so uh, in 93, she gives birth to a daughter she names Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> okay, see, now now the issues are starting to uh, yeah. mount up here. Uh, and Jerry Lee Lewis is like, nah, I wasn't even in the country. Um, Does she name it Junior, at least, to try uh, to trick him? He's like, I don't, the, the sister said, uh, the Lewis's sister, Linda, said, I don't know I don't know if there was DNA, but I think there was some settlement. And, uh, huh? and hey. then Jerry Lee Lewis said to the press, he's like, I do hope the child who has my name and has been told I am her father learns that I am not her father and that I am very sorry she has to suffer this lie. <laughs> I have always taken care of my children and have never, never denied any of my children. I have lost two sons already. The lives of my children are very dear and precious to me. Um, she goes back to Paul, her fucking cousin husband, He's still at home, and gives the baby to him. Um, and she also yeah, he's at home, you know. Yeah, and she supports everything, everything financially. Um. Uh, later, uh, the cousin said, "I don't know for sure if any of these kids are biologically mine." <laughs> <laughs> I've been stuck in the dryer the whole time. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he, this dude was just like, it was like she came home in a day with what I made in a week. There was no question that, uh, you know. Um, you got a chief. Get <laughs> uh, <did> a boss. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you know, then um, she ends up uh, running into Robert Blake at a jazz club. Um. 
And cool. she she kind of had a, an arrangement with like an older guy that she was to look like arm candy. Uh huh. And then she, and she would get access. Smart, right? And so um, then she just sees somebody holding court, doesn't know who it is, and um, then I think she, you know she she she's like um, she's like I had sex with this guy last night. She tells her sister everything right away, Marjorie. Yeah. And um. <laughs> And she's like, I got, you know, she figures out some stuff about us, some details. And um, I think she she finds a picture somewhere and she's like, do you know this guy? And she's like, Beretta? <laughs> she's like, you fucked Beretta? And so, yeah, she goes up to him and she's like, uh, do you work out? And he's like, oh, every day at sunrise, you know, blah, 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 <laughs> dude. And then he's like flexing and shit. He's yeah. got a parrot on his shoulder. But is he a small guy? <clears throat> yeah, he wouldn't be a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you work out? <laughs> yeah. Go every day at sunrise. <sighs> um and yeah, so they they ended up fucking in his car. Cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Was it probably a nice short car? car and so like he'd be like sixty seven and she's forty two. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, hey, I, I mean, hey, that's you know. That, yeah, that those weird. are numbers. Yeah. yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's like feeling kind of good about it. You know what I mean? I bet. I bet he is. And um and and you know. He's just out cruising, listening to jazz, and he's just like, man, fucking goddamn Robert Blake rules, you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Beretta, man. Dick soaking wet. Um, <laughs> and uh, then, he, you know, he, but he was like, um, we should exchange information or whatever, you know? And um, I think she was fucking working out of Arkansas at this time and like flying back and forth to, to L.A. And um, he, she just waited for the call. She's like, you know, movie stars should call you for sure. And yeah, about about a week later, uh, he called, and like on fucking Front Street, she's like, "Hey, just so you know, I kind of run like a sex business kind of thing, you know." He loves it. And he's like, "Oh, sex business, huh?" He's like, mm. "He's like, yeah." She's like, "Actually, my whole family's on the wrong side of the law." Um, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "I know a few people doing time in Sing Sing," so you know what I mean. He's like, "She's it." Appealing he, to that edge, of, yeah, yeah. You know, his, Once again, reading the personality, right? Yeah, and the bad boy, because like as soon as she finds out who she is from her sister too, like she goes to Blockbuster, yeah, and she's like, "Give me all the shit, give me all the little rascals." And yeah. so she sees the, you know, that it's like the bad guy persona, which obviously these jerk offs start believing, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, a lot of tough guy talk on set, I'm sure, you know, and um, so. You know, he's sort of intrigued, but he's very much like, dude, it's fucking, it's super casual. And, um, you know, they have some kind of arrangement where they're going to, you know, see each other when it's convenient. But meanwhile, she's fucking banging Christian Brando over here. And, um, you know, but Blake is like meticulous about like checking before they fuck if she's taking birth control that day. Oh, wow. Like, in, like, the fucking, the day pill thing yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The little circle yeah. thing. And she has been, but they're fertility pills. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. And, dude, she's fucking doing headstands to fucking get the... Get the sperm yeah. going. Yeah, 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 She's yeah. doing those things at Maud Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Increases the chances of conception. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and she's tell, telling her sister everything. Oh, God. And, um, you know, she's um, still got all, all of her other scams going. And uh, she's, uh, you know, she's like, oh, fucking, I'm pregnant or whatever. Tells both of them, of course, that it's theirs. Mm. Oh, uh, Christian, Brando, and 
And I think Christian Brando is kind of psyched. Cool. You know? Because I think it's going to give him um, a little bit more credibility, maybe with his dad or something. Because he's been like a big fuck up. Uh-huh. A lot of drug problems, stuff like that. Um, and uh, Blake is just like fucking irate. He's fucking flipping out. Yeah. You know? Um, and, you know, because he's like, you fucking promised me, you know? And because then she's like, she, she won't have an abortion either. Right. And he's this like, you, you promised if anything happened, you would do this. Yeah, uh, lied. And yeah. he's and he's getting he's kind of getting like the thing now too, where it's like I've been hustled, yeah, and I'm supposed to be the street guy, yeah, and that's really extra sticking in his craw. Um, and uh, you know, eventually, uh, you know, she's got a she's got a. <laughs> I think she has she has the kid. Um, he's he's pushed her away. He's like, get the fuck out of here, you know, whatever. Don't want anything to do with you. And um, when she finally has the kid, they're like, uh, they're like well, who's the father? And she goes, leave that blank. <laughs> um, Could be anybody. I'll add it in later. She named the baby Christian Brando, of course, just like Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, my God. Uh, That's part of her like meticulous note keeping. Yeah. Like, which one of these kids is whose? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's written. Uh, yeah. Almost written on their face. Yeah. Um. So what? What he said when, when she was pregnant. This is the exact quote. Uh, and because she she also of course taped all the phone calls with all the guys. Oh my god! You never know what's going to be valuable. Mm. You know. Um. He said deliberately getting pregnant is wrong. Writing letters to me about how you were going to get an abortion. You promised me. You said, I'll take pills. You don't have to worry. If I ever get pregnant, I swear on my life, I'll get an abortion. How can you lie to me like that? He's screaming this the whole time. Getting pregnant, deliberately lying to me about abortions. That's who you are, and that's what you do, and that's the name of that tune. (laughs) That's one thing you knew I was terrified of. Anybody was getting pregnant, and you did it deliberately. Why? Not because you wanted to be with me. It has something to do with some crazy shit that you want Robert Blake's baby, and that's all on you, baby, and you have to live with that. You schemed this whole thing. So she tells Christian Brando he's the father. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then, uh, yeah, the DNA test confirms it's Blake's baby. And then he sees a picture. And, of course, you know, it looks like a little rascal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Got dirt all over its face. Um, And, uh, you know, and then he I think he goes to see it in the minute he holds the kid. He's like, man, he melts. Yeah, Yeah, it's over. Over 69 year old dad, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he would have been like 67 or something, but he was just kind of like, you know, um, this is this is kind of another chance. Um, but you know, I don't want anything to do with this woman, but I want everything to do with this baby, and uh, that's gonna lead to some hard shit. And we're gonna take a little break and come right back. And we're back. Mm. Hello. Now, Bonnie Lee Bakley. She's got a nice shape to her. Mm. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, she must, John. I suppose. Yeah, Christian Brando and, you know. Well, don't take his word for it. She's, I mean, um, yeah, apparently en- enough of a looker. Uh-huh. Um, see one photo over here. She looks okay. Um <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Um, but so uh, there's one guy Solari that was that was uh, living with uh, Blake Freeman. He was one of these guys that got out of Sing Sing and then was an actor. Okay, did real time. You know, New York guy. And he was talking about um. He was talking about when 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 Blake met Bakley. And he goes, Marom. He goes, he did it to her three times in the back of the van. Bonnie set him up. He was lonely. And men think what they're, they don't think normal. <laughs> so. He did it in the back of the van? That was the car he was driving? Who fucking knows what this idiot. It's some kind of car. I just heard they did it in the car. I didn't hear they, he gave it to her three times. I think Solari's mixed. You know, put a little zhuzh on it, maybe. Mm, yeah. Thanks with his, uh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was spunking everywhere. It was a great big van, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, this guy says uh, that some college, uh, well, one, one of, uh, of Bonnie Lee's clients was a college student from Taiwan, and he had paid her thousands of dollars over a period of time. Um, and he took, uh, one time she took her sister and her daughter to visit with him in Irvine. Um, and so she, the daughter was 13. So it was kind of like, what's she doing there? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it was kind of like, they really, maybe they went to Disney. So, so this also puts Robert in this thing with, uh, you know, is my daughter Rosie now going to grow up to be a hooker? Right. Um, so he gets really. You know, protective, and um, he, you know, he doesn't know what to do with it, and he tries, he tries, you know, a few things. Um, one thing he does is is get a uh, a private investigator. Okay, right? this is while she's still pregnant, and then he finds out like all the shit, oh, like every crime she's done, like mm -hmm. all, all across the country. Oh shit! And and Blake is like, what the fuck? And then he goes like, all right, he's like, we're gonna get her, get her to go to a doctor. He's like, or if not, we're gonna whack her. He's saying this while she was pregnant. Saying this while she's pregnant. Okay. To and the private investigator. To the private investigator. And the PI is like, no. Hey, guy, I'm Who a do you private investigator. You know. Yeah. This thing that, like, does do people, like, do murderers think that everybody murders? Probably. Yeah. It's like racists think everybody's racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Like, well, you know, you know what we got to do, right? Yeah. No. I, mean, I know it's not polite. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. That thing. The Look, thing, the thing that, that thing that we all do that we don't like to talk about. <laughs> Little disappearance in. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. Uh, he, he also thinks like the whole family is like a Jerry Springer cartoon. You know what I mean? The Bakelys. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, a Jerry Springer cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Scooby mystery. But. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um. And so, yeah, uh, he, you know, he he's showing this Solari guy all all the shit, all the naked pictures, all the stuff he's got, and um, and so this guy's talking about how much he hates her, and um, you know, uh, it's it's uh, there's like a couple other guys that are close to him, and one is his bodyguard, right, um. His name is Carl Earl Caldwell, and he's also known as Moose. Nice, good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so he's around a lot. Moose. Yeah, yeah you imagine. Probably and uh, um, basically, what's going down is that uh, Blake is like, you can move into my house, but you got to stay out in the uh, 
you know, the guest house. Okay. With, uh, you know. And he's also doing some sketchy shit, too, where he's got, like, one of his assistants, uh, like, posing like she's um, a full-time nanny. And, okay. he, and he gets the baby, and he gets her to take it away and give it to his daughter. Right? His daughter wants to have a baby. He's got a daughter named Alina. And she can't, she, at this time, can't have kids. So, then the fucking assistant goes like, am I part of a kidnapping? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that yeah. thing that we all do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, she was going to do and, it. And, and Bonnie's just like, well, okay. Like, as long as I can still hang around. Like, she doesn't give a fuck where the baby goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but but she she's also, like, buying that, like, oh, no, we're going to get, get married. You're going to have a full-time mm. nanny. Uh, we're going to go house shopping. Like, he's telling her this. Like, we're going to, you know. Uh, okay, so he's dragging her down the little path. Yeah, but. And then he's like, um, he's like, we'll get married. He's like, you get to sign this prenup. And the prenup is like, you can't do any uh, United Singles Agency business on the premises, okay. which, which is her, her company name <laughs> for whatever that is. And um, USA. Uh, yeah, nice. Um, and he's like, uh, anything goes wrong, custody reverts to me fully. Um, you never get any of my money uh-huh. at all. And... Um, the lawyers for Bonnie are going, what are you getting? And she's like, him. Yeah. Just him. <sighs> and they're like, okay, like, don't sign this. And she's no, like, no, 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 no. Let's do it. And so, you know, they get married and she's like, she's living in this house. Um, Oral has to drive her everywhere. She's, she's, she's yeah. basically like under house arrest. Yeah. The baby's with his fucking daughter. Right. Um, he never hangs out with her. Oh, weird. Blake never hangs Yeah, doesn't talk to her. Not even in the van? <laughs> well. And so um, they have a lot of fights. Yeah. You know? Um, and there's uh, there's uh, some stuff that, that happens where, like, um, she's, like, she's telling her sister, I, I, think, he's, I think he's got my phone tapped. She's telling her sister everything on the phone, too. Meanwhile, she's tapping. She's recording every phone call she has. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, do you hear clicking and shit? <laughs> and he probably was, because it seems like she was going to have something where she just went to the daughter and was like, give me my fucking baby back. Right. And, uh, you know, I think he maybe he heard that and was like, okay, well, shit. I, you know, I, don't, I do not want my baby with this woman. And they had some fights where, like, she was like, you know, and he's got a lot of guns. He's got a lot of antique guns. <sighs> and um, firing range regular. Um, uh, he has a, a concealed carry license. In L.A. Yeah. Well, has there been any moments where, like, people have attacked him? Um, Is he childhood. Just- yeah, I, yeah. I think it's tough guy shit. Yeah. I think it's tough guy shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I would, yeah, the, but the bodyguard, like, that's not very tough guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's probably like an ex-stuntman kind of thing where it's like, hang out with me and I give you some money. Yeah. Very much like mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> that's why the book's dedicated to <laughs> Yeah, they spent a lot of time together. That's crazy. A lot of time. We'll get more into that later. Um, <laughs> And, um, so basically like her thing is just going to be like, I'm going to go to the house and just be like, give me my baby other, or I'm calling the fucking cops. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so then he's like, uh, you know, he's always got a thing where he, he's able to kind of manipulate her, like being like, no, let's go do this. And then gives her a taste of being Robert Blake's, Blake's wife, then takes it away. And then like, you know, until she complains again. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, we're going on a honeymoon. And um, she was saying like one time there was like an argument. And she, and she saw that he had a sleeping bag laid out inside the house. Which is what his murderer character does in the movie Judgment Day. Oh my god! Jesus, yeah. he puts a body in the sleeping bag. So she, she like they like you know they have some crazy fight, and then she looks out and she sees him laying out in a sleeping bag. <sighs> what? Yeah. Holy! Shit. And he's like, <laughs> and he's, he's about to get the cockatoo. <laughs> yeah, and that's the name of that. Too. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. So um. You know, then she's talking to her sister, and her sister's going like, um, "She's like, yeah, you got to do this." Shit. And so then she's telling, she's telling Blake, she's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm getting the fucking baby. Like this, this is bullshit." Like she, she also is clearly saying like, "Without the baby, she has no leverage." Right. Yeah, that's very true. It makes sense. Um, and so she's like, um, "He's like, all right, here's what we're doing. We're, we're gonna go on a honeymoon, right?" And he's like, uh, "We're gonna go, uh, you know, to fucking Arizona or something." Like, and she's like, "We're gonna go." Uh, through fucking like Nevada, like like so, go to some fishing places or something, okay. and like some camping or whatever, and then like also like to some casinos. And her sister's like, "What the fuck kind of honeymoon is that?" And like, oh, and, and Earl's coming, the moose. Oh, fun. Oh, okay. Bodyguard. Yeah. And Marjorie's gonna watch. Marjorie's kind of going like, "Dude, I don't know if you should go on that. That's weird." Mm-hmm. And. She's like, well, why don't you fucking come with me then? And so then it's the two of them are going to go. And then at the last minute, Marjorie backs out, okay. like after flying there to go. And she's like, no, nah, man, this is this is fucking bad news. This is bad fucking news. And. Um, she's like, you, you need to. You need to get out of this. Like, don't don't go on this fucking trip. All right. OK. And so. But she's like, fuck mm, it, man. You know? She lives a fucking you know, party lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yellow. But she also is saying, like, you know, she she has said stuff, like, I mean, seriously, she said stuff like, if anybody, think, if anything happens to me, it's him. Yeah. Like. It's pretty obvious. At this yeah, point, she's though. like, if anything happens to me, it's the definitely. The sleeping bag <clears throat> thing. The- yeah, yeah. Yeah, believe me. You're going to get a lot more of that. Ugh. And, um. And I think she said something to the effect one time to her sister of like, well, I will be famous. Yeah. If anything happens to me. Jesus. Oh, boy. You know? And uh, that says a fucking lot. I mean, it's it's moth to a flame shit at yeah. that point. Yeah. You, you know? Can I, you're courting death. Yeah. yeah. The real devil's bargain, if you will. So they go they go on this on this wonderful honeymoon, of course. Yeah, oh, it's, probably, yeah. it's probably a real grand time. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe they had a really good time until the terrible part. Well, there's a, there's a there's a point where um you know they're she spent some time with with Earl on the slots and she's like ah he's all right you know blah blah, blah. And they're going places they're doing some fishing and stuff and they're on some like little river whatever in like the middle of fucking nowhere and uh, she, he's like oh I'm trying to fool around you know what I mean. Mm. And she's like, no, Earl. And he's like, no, I sent him, I sent him, I sent him up there. 
go fishing. I just sent him up there. Yeah, so, yeah. I sent him up. I sent him on ahead to go fishing or something. And then he's like, I want to do this thing. He's like, I got this fantasy. Oh God. And he's like, he's like, I want you to take a, a shot of tequila. And he's like, and then I want you to kiss me, and then go down on me. Right. Okay. And she's like, well, I don't really like tequila, you know. She's like, I'll rum. I'll do rum. Okay. <laughs> and so then he's like, all right. And so she takes the shot and um, and then, you know, kisses him and then she's fucking blowing him. And uh, then she hears a bunch of fucking twigs cracking and shit. And she sees fucking Earl tumble out of the bushes and he's fucking barfing everywhere. Oh, my God. And he's got a gun in his hand. He's barfing everywhere. He's barfing everywhere, and he's got a gun in his hand. It's a hell of an entrance. And and, and Blake Blake runs right over to him, fucking still fucking he's still got like a fucking hard dick. I'm kidding. And he runs over to him. <laughs> and he runs over to him, and, he, and he and she hears him say, "Don't worry about it, buddy. I'll get somebody else to take care of it." Oh my god! Hears him say that. Uh huh. And still goes through the rest of the honeymoon. Yeah. Well, he didn't shit his pants, you know. It's real tell. And oh so th- my god! So there's a thing, yeah. And then, shit! <laughs> 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 no, I can't do it. Not again. This guy's got it. your friend with a boner comes over to you. And he's like, "Don't worry about it, buddy. I'll get somebody else to clean up this puke." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was supposed to blow him too. And Marjorie, she tells Marjorie this, and Marjorie's going, "Dude, what the fuck?" And she, she goes, Bar- "Bonnie thought everything was a sex thing." Like, maybe part of the thing is my friend uh, with a gun watches and barfs while yeah, I get yeah, head. Yeah. I mean, those rascals. These weird cucks, man. Uh, you never yeah, know. These Hollywood types are yeah. super weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Bodyguards always puking. <laughs> so there's a thing, then, and then we're like... Uh, Blake climaxes because of it. Yeah. So there's another thing where, like, he was driving around one time, and they're supposed to be looking for houses, and they're fighting, and, like, he stops at these places that are, like, in the middle of nowhere... What do you think about this place? <laughs> she's going, what's he looking at? There's no house. And then he's going, no, there's nowhere to do it. Or, oh. Still, I mean, actively talking about killing her in front of her. Mm. And she's probably th- uh. thinking it's sex. And he's done stuff too, like before any of this took off. When she just came to the house for the first time, he like set up somebody to look like uh, LAPD. Not, they're actors, of course. <laughs> and it was like, and was like, um, hey, uh, you're violating your parole, which she was. She wasn't supposed to leave the state. Uh-huh. And um, she's like, she's she's at the pool at Robert Blake's house. She's like, how did the cops get in here? <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do they know I'm here? No. So, so she's like, she's like Blake. <laughs> she calls him Blake. <laughs> she's like Blake. They know I'm, they they don't want to break my parole. Like, like, lady, come on. Jesus. He told him. Duh. You know. Yeah. He told that actor. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse and, me, uh, lady, you're act- breaking a uh, line. Then, um, then um, she goes, um, uh, she says to the guy, she's like, uh, you know, my husband, uh, Robert Blake, and he goes, Beretta? <laughs> Big fan. He goes, I'll tell you what, I don't want to start any trouble. He goes, why don't you just go back and get it all sorted out? You know. Go back home. Go back home. So he's just doing shit like that at first, you know what I mean? Just get her fucking out mm-hmm. of the picture, you know. But I guess what I don't really understand is if it's really just about getting the baby, there had to be a way to get this woman on some kind of crime. She must have a million outstanding warrants or something like yeah. interstate hooking. I guess not. Right, I, guess, right. I guess I guess the private investigator, I mean, didn't find enough or there wasn't enough. Or I mean, with his with his the amount of money he had to pay actors to be fake cops. 
he could have got a lawyer to be like, look, this lady is, she cheats people out of money. This yeah. is all some bullshit. She's not trustworthy. She's not, not fit, fit to be to the be, mother. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of that. Um, oh, okay. Char, uh, Bakley's little brother, Joey, <clears throat> talked to Blake one time. Hey, rabbit. And, uh, you know, and he, he won't, he won't give Bonnie a dime while she, while she lives there, like spending money. So eventually she goes like, I got to do fucking USA shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what she would do is she would do it all night while he was asleep and then sleep until 12 and he's long fucking gone. You know, he's got to work out, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, um, and, uh, but what, what Joey said was, um, Oh yeah, one time he offered me like ten grand to go kill some guy in Mexico. Oh yeah, and and like threw five hundred down right on the spot. And, Roberto Blake and said if you agree to do it, um, gave him a gun and a bag. Um, <laughs> said if you agree to do it, I'll give you five up front, five after. His brother, and her brother, her brother. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and then uh, he's like, you know, and she and she goes and, and she's like, yeah, he gave me like a thousand dollars, like you know, one time he gave me five hundred, another. And she goes, she she started laughing. She's like, that's more than he ever gave me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, who does Robert Blake need? So like, what is that, that? Robert Blake setting him up to leave? So no, 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 that was probably him really trying to kill a guy. Um, <laughs> that was that was a guy, that was a uh, some some fake investor that took him and a bunch of friend, ah, okay. friends money and oh, then okay. retired to Mexico. It wasn't just an IMDb. So he, fa- he found out where the guy lived and then he was like, "Hey, I want this guy killed." Um, so I mean, honestly, who who knows how many people Robert Blake actually killed? Um, were paid to have. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing, you know. Um, and uh, so yeah, uh, that that starts a. a a long chain of people that would be approached by Robert Blake uh, to kill somebody. Do you puke? <laughs> I mean, listen. Couldn't possibly his cock have got shot? Oh, yeah. If he was going to blow the back of her head off yeah. or something like that. Maybe that's part of the sex. Part thing. of the kink. Well, I, I, I wonder. I wonder if he's like, if he was really like, once, um, once I blow, yeah, yeah. then you do it. Yeah. Then you do it. But wait until I. You'll know when I come. You'll know. The bird will tell you. Yeah. That's the name of that tune. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like what? Like that's a big ask. Yes. Yes. It's a big ask. Hell, it's a big ask to get someone to drive across well, L.A., much less murder I want you someone. To kill this woman, but all while she's blowing me. Yeah, maybe that's what made him puke. Just the sex, the oral sex. Yeah, maybe he saw Robert's dick. And he's like, oh. He's like, oh, <laughs> rum. Oh, I just saw Beretta's dick. I'm gonna yak. <laughs> yeah, put the gun in his mouth, but he put it to <laughs> the moose yak. <laughs> so, um. You know, uh, what ended up happening is um, shortly after the honeymoon, uh, May the 4th, uh, he goes to Vitello's. Familiar? Yeah, it's a restaurant. Studio City? Yeah. His favorite restaurant. They have Fusilli a la Robert Blake on the menu. Oh. He's a regular. Um, He goes in there with uh, Bonnie. The night before, she'd been talking to Marjorie like all night long for hours. And, um... Yeah, she was. She was like really like I 
fucking feel like he's gonna kill me. Goes to dinner with him the next day. Jesus. <laughs> um, and uh, the owner is like, you know, sees fucking robbers, like, you know, slapping his back. Doesn't introduce her to Bonnie. Yeah. This is. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Robert, I can't kill anybody for you. Hey, all right. Just one of these doors. Oh. Are, uh, um, and um, they tell him right away, like, your pasta is going to be out soon. Like, he doesn't yeah. need to order. It's one of those kinds of things, you know. She has uh, some kind of ragu. <laughs> I ate there last night. I had a delicious pork chop. Hey, lovely. Is that yeah. true? Pork chop hill. Yeah, it was, it was actually incredible. Was the, is the Blake on the menu still? No. Probably for the best. Probably for the best, but yeah. uh, it, was for, it was for quite some time. Ah, yeah. Um, but um, this is uh, May of 2001, right? And so he doesn't park in the valet, which he usually does. According to a lot of people, and it's, and, it, and it's not too full. Um, and he parks on Crest Street, which is like around the corner, mm-hmm. um, kind of back behind. Of course, I went down there, and um, <laughs> there's a, like one of those um, construction dumpsters out front, mm-hmm. and so he parks like next to that under a burnt out street light. Okay, and they walk block and a half there, eat, come back. Um, He's packing Smith and Wesson mm-hmm. and goes to the car and he's like, um, oh shit, I forgot my gun. I'm going to go back and get it. Just wait here. And so. That's right. He's always carrying. So it, it, it could be used to clean his uh, teeth I don't or think, something. I don't think yeah. he was always carrying. Uh, what he would say later is that uh, she had been being stalked and so many people wanted to kill her because of all of her crimes. That he was I, pa- mainly it's, me. It's just like you're like everybody's trying to kill her. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not just me. It's a free for all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got there first, so you know he. Um, nobody in Vitello's sees hit a gun. Nobody sees him come back and get a gun. Um, the only time that I remember him coming back is when uh, he came back after she was shot. Yeah. Um. There's a guy uh, that is just sitting at home, um, he, um, and he gets a knock on his door, recognizes it's fucking Robert Blake. <laughs> um, I know he, you from something, right? Honey, Brett is here, and there's a man puking behind him. Uh, his name is Sean Stanick, um, and uh, Blake is shaking, crying, and vomiting, and screaming. She's hurt. I need help. Dear God, please someone help me. He said we got mugged or something. She's uh-huh. beat up, but there wasn't also wasn't light. You know what I mean? So you couldn't see that. There, and um, so um, he uh, finds he goes out to the car, finds her hardly breathing, Stanick, uh, and then Blake says, "I'm going back to Vitello's and uh, to find a doctor, see if there's a doctor in, in doctor in the house." Okay. Um. Which, you know. Yeah, there you go. And um, so Stanek is, is on the phone with the 911 operator, and um, he actually says, do you know the actor Robert Blake? <laughs> He's here, and his wife is apparently hurt. And um, then um, they're like, okay, well, can you do anything about the bleeding? And um, she's still barely breathing. She's got, uh, and then he sees that there's a bullet hole in her right cheek and right shoulder. Oof. And um, she... Uh, you know, she's fucking gone. But the windows rolled down, which kind of like implies that um, 
she could have the window down or she could have recognized whoever came up to the car. Right. Um, so that was a 38 special, uh, that he, he, he had on him. And, um, so then the owner remembers him coming back and, um, like just came back once, like I said, after the shooting and, um, they never found a gun at the table. It was bust like right away. Uh, and the owner said that he that Blake had said that she had been hurt, had fallen, and then ultimately said that she had been shot. Um, he was supposed to be heard uh, vomiting in the restaurant before this, uh-huh. but friends said that was normal. It's how he keeps his weight down after having a big meal. Uh huh. Good. You know, he wants to be light for those six a.m. workouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a um, has a couple of glasses of club soda. Well, he's afterwards. Afterwards, to help him vomit, that's supposed to be a thing, and so that, yeah, he starts he starts pounding more water there too. Um, I think he had a bunch of more water, more vomiting at that Stanick's house. Everybody's throwing up in this fucking thing, mm-hmm, you know. <laughs> Wait till we get to the meth, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, fucking Jesus Christ. Um, and and another uh, patron. Uh, said earlier in 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 the bathroom, they saw him pulling his hair and talking to himself and vomiting. Oh my god! And uh, Blake starts saying to Stanek, "What's going on? Is she dead? Is she dead?" <laughs> uh, he gives over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gives over the Smith and Wesson to the cops. Um, not the murder weapon. I think it was a nine millimeter. It was actually a uh, Walther Perver- PPK. Oh, oh, James Bond. Yeah. So of course he owned that one. Um, it was found in a nearby trash bin. Hmm. Uh, it was freshly oiled, so there was no fingerprints. The serial number on the pistol was partially filed off, and um, also, I, I think it's like so old, it would be impossible to track. Trace. track. Um, and so she was uh, pronounced dead at St. Joseph's in Burbank, California. Um, Blake did refuse a polygraph, said he had dreams of killing her, and he thought it might affect the results. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he stayed the night in the hospital because of high blood pressure. Uh-huh. Yeah, not all the puke on him. Uh, and but he had no blood splatter on his on on his clothing, right? Um, and I think he, like he had residue on him, but just by virtue of having a gun, you would have residue on you. Okay. Um, also, like the cops later in another amazing fuck up, put like <laughs> his clothes in a box and not a bag in the trunk again of a police vehicle that has guns in it. Okay. I mean, fucking Keystone shit. Ah, you know, they're not the best and brightest, you know? They're just some guys. I mean, they could be actors. They could be actors, yeah, for all we know. I mean, they probably, some of them want to be actors. Maybe they are. But there was, so this is the thing, is that basically the the mystery becomes, did he do it himself, did he have somebody else do it? My gut is somebody else because of the residue and and the blood splatter. But they also said whoever shot her was like one to two feet away, and the blood splatter only would have been about eight inches out. So it could have not got on him at all. Right. And also, this cop just showed up at his house and said, like, can I have your clothes that you were wearing? Uh, yeah. He's already been home. Like, yeah, he, yeah. He could have pulled out a fucking clown outfit yeah. and been like, here's what I was wearing, <laughs> shit. And the guy's like, oh, cool, I'll put it underneath my spare tire. Yeah. <laughs> and my shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> so pump it all over the fucking thing. Clothes are coming out. I better weigh him down with his gun. Yeah. Can't fit the clown shoes in here. <laughs> so, um... 
Um, immediately, LAPD is like, holy fuck, we got another celebrity thing. Um, Marjorie finds out from reporters showing up at her house that her sister's dead. Oh, yikes. Fucking nightmare. Mm. And uh, right away, they're like, um, who, who would want her dead? And she's like, Robert Blake. <laughs> For one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll start with him. Probably I mean, there, him. There's, there's some other things that, you know, we're going to get into here. But, you know, there's easily the most shit that you're going to hear that come back about, about it being Robert Blake. You know? Um, and... The way, the way um, he, he talks about it and everything, and, and also just the way um, he handles himself in his career before is very, very interesting to me now, because it's, it's uh, he just seems like such a motherfucker. Yeah. You know? Um, but let's, let's, stay, let's stay with this for a minute. The, immediately, the, the, um, the detective is Ron Ito. Relative of... I don't know. Judge Lance? I tried to find out. I couldn't find anything. Well, it's a Hollywood continuity thing, you know. Yeah. There has to be an Edo in every it's a little. It's an Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe after the trial, he got busted down. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Edo. <laughs> you don't down to detect. Give me your robes. Here's a badge. Yeah, that's a <laughs> And a gun. <laughs> but yeah, um... Sorry, I just want to get back to the to the scene of the crime. So Stanek also is like weirded out, like while like, and also he doesn't come over to the car while Stanek's in the car taking care of this woman that is his wife. And uh, they said he spent his time like all alternatively, um, uh, crying, throwing up, sitting on the curb with his head in his hands, um, and. Uh, but Stanek and the people at the police station were like, yeah, he was sobbing and crying, but no actual tears. Right, yeah, because that's what he was famous he's for. He's an actor, yeah. Or that's how he got roles, mm. was fake crying, right? Yeah, but he didn't cry here. Oh. No tears. Well, you know, he's probably, like, hadn't practiced in a while. Yeah, that's right, he was rusty. Yeah. yeah. Plus, plus with, you know, the, the advances in Hollywood technology, they give him the, yeah. the eye drops and stuff. Um, So, what's going to happen here now is... uh. We're going to start an investigation. Oh. Right? Mm -hmm. He immediately takes, like, top Hollywood lawyer. Yeah. Right? Um, and he's not taking, he's not, like, like not doing any questions, um, you know. Um, but detectives immediately are like, he goes from being like, uh, uh, oh, my poor wife, to being like, you know, everyone wanted to kill her. <laughs> he's, like, shit-talking her, like, crazy. Yeah. You know? Um, Stanek is like, you should search my house, because... I don't. I don't want him leaving any evidence right, in there. Right. Mm. And he Fuck. he thinks his behavior is weird. Fuck. Um, but then there were some other people at the restaurant. You know, later like that would end up testifying in the trial, being like, "Nah, he wasn't being that weird." Sometimes he doesn't park in the valet. Right. Um, you know. Uh, so it's it's but th there's a lot of people saying it's weird. You know. Um, a lot of people saying, like, after he was in the bathroom throwing up and stuff, like, like he looked all white. But also, you know, it could just be from yakking up silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll do it. <laughs> he loves this dish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's a la Blake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're just super alarmed again. 
LAPD, bad rap since OJ. Yeah. And uh, they're like, let's get fucking all over this thing. And, um, you know, Blake's lawyer immediately is like saying, you know, a lot of people want her dead. Here's all this shit. Um, they do have to start looking into the to the uh, Christian Brando thing because, you know, when when she told him this baby is named Christian Brando, mm-hmm. he's so upset when he finds out it's Blake's because he was like, he was the one that was excited about right, it. Blake right. was the one that was furious. Right. And he says, he's like, you know, you're fucking with Blake. He's like, you're fucking with me. He's like, you ended up with a fucking bullet in the head. <sighs> All right. And so, I'm like, okay, we got to look here. This guy has actually killed yeah, somebody. I would know. Yeah. You know? yeah. I've actually killed somebody. And he says, he's like, not for me, but you're going to end up with a fucking bullet in the head. Jeez. And he's like, all right, I got some people over. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think at that point, he kind of realizes, like, I'm mad, but I sort of dodged a bullet with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Fuck. So, um, Bonnie Lee Bakley has been killed. Um, that might be a good place to stop. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have yeah. plenty to talk about. It. Yeah, because then the stuntmen come in. We're gonna we're gonna meet Snuffy, Duffy, Wiz. What? And, yeah, the trapeze artist. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is is Buckwheat come back? No, Buckwheat. Uh, He'd be a great character favorite. witness. Yeah. on the stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna let that one. Just gonna, <laughs> not gonna touch it. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm gonna get more into um some of the Johnny Carson stuff, uh, some of the books from this Toxic Fame book that he's got, um, and uh, then we're gonna get into all the people that uh, admit that Robert Blake approached them about killing his wife. Um, there's gonna be a whole lot of meth. Cool. Yeah, a yeah, lot, that's lot of meth. The best part. And um. I want to uh, I want to kind of catch up in a couple of days so that we can we can uh, do it and get the video out at the same time. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So I think we'll call it there. Uh, I'm gonna say good night. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Pita. Remember so. Good night, everybody. See you next time. Good night. Podcast Network.